0: Okay, I'm finding it really hard to start a podcast because I don't really know how to do the intro. <laughs> uh I have like done the intro 5 times and I scrapped all of it because I don't know how to start. So here's me starting. Um I just showered (laughs) and I'm sitting on the floor of my room um, with an unmade bed. Yes, I did not make my bed. Um, And I have a laptop on my bed uh, and my phone right in front of me, earpiece around my mouth. And I'm talking to the window with the sunlight. Uh, I have my bottle of water right beside me uh, and I tell you all of that because uh, maybe it makes you feel like you're in the room with me. Or I'm just delaying. I don't really know how to start. Okay, so maybe let me just address why I'm the only one recording this episode. It's because actually me and Vanessa, we recorded um, the second episode, Um, but it didn't turn out very well because uh, one part of our podcast actually cut off because Vanessa's phone stopped recording and so there was this huge gap where she thought she was recording and I was just talking on my end right you can hear my audio because we both have different audio clips and you could not hear what she's trying to say so I was like why like that's nobody's gonna want to listen at that point because like it's so hard to um like it feels like I'm the only one talking and I'm like what, it doesn't make sense yeah, so I told her about it and then I was like, I think we should just scrap it, and then she was like, okay yeah, so that episode was a fail, but I think we will record in the future Um, but we're, she's currently uh, busy being successful at SGAC, so you know guys cheer her on if you're her friend listening to this Go give her a heart, or a like, or just send her a message to encourage her. Alright, okay. So, I'm starting a solo episode today. um, Because I want to record something that is relevant to, I guess, the times that we're living in. The season of life that I'm in. And the things that I'm learning through this season. So... Uh, I don't know what to call it. I actually recorded something, like, I actually recorded a full one hour, right, of what I wanted to say, and I was going to upload that particular uh, recording, so being like the perfectionist that I am, I went to listen to that recording, and I really didn't like it. Yeah, so I'm re-recording um because now I feel like I'm maybe better prepared because I have my laptop on in right in front of me and I typed out every single little thing that I want to say like literally every single thing. So <laughs> uh I hope that I'm better prepared and I actually can communicate my point across better and that maybe you would find this audio experience um even more interesting because the reason why I like podcasts is is when you get to listen to other people's life, and they don't just share with you something on the surface, but really like perspective. That's one, and then you gain you like kepola about somebody else's life, right? Yeah, so um, that is my reason for recording this little solo episode. Um, I've termed it voice notes. Because I think that sometimes when you're in a hurry, you just want to record something, like a voice note or something, then yeah, you know, maybe this is something. Uh, so TNSA is just a little passion project and a mini-me dream of mine, actually, to experience being a DJ. I know this is not like a DJ set, It's is not how radio shows work, right? But um, in the tiny little room that I have, I will just like to do something. Okay, so topic of the day is unemployment that is the big u word of adulting um and it's something that i guess um people don't really talk about because it could be something shameful it's like you're not successful and usually people talk about their success blasted on a loudspeaker um um, but they don't talk about Things that are in a way shameful, you know? But I learned to deal with it. So, um, life is a journey, right? And as cheesy and as cliche as, uh, oh, I've heard it time and time and again, right? It is we're all on our own path, right? And it's something that I come to realize so much more uh now so there's a lot of free time you know during unemployment and it sort of gave me like a new lens a set of uh you know sunglasses right you have different lenses so a different set of lens to observe life and in general uh life in general and and my life so the more i realized there is no comparison with um each other and in fact the, the the need to celebrate our differences and our successes uh needs to be said aloud even more. Like when your friend gets um uh attached for example, or your friend is celebrating um you know tiny victories within their workplace, for example, they uh managed to get a client uh or um, people, you know, especially on social media, they, they talk about um, how they got their business going or how they managed to have one customer. And I think it's, we need to celebrate that so much more these days. So, um, okay, that's off tangent. And it's the little things like, um things to observe. Okay, little things like my parents, they're turning 60 years old soon. And then they got grey hairs uh, coming out of the top of their heads. Um and, and the, the white hair and grey hairs are actually becoming more and more obvious. And I realized that the you know at the heart of it heart of it all is that we only got this one earthly life. Um yes, there is, you know, people who believe in reincarnation, you have many, many lives. Um, and uh, in the christian world we uh, believe that there is an eternal life beyond death right but let's just scale it down to like reality right right now we all only got this one earthly life and we all are just on a different timeline law is is um like okay hold on let me drink some water some asmr uh we're just on a different timeline than anyone else so there's no need to compare with each other actually um and i fall short of it so many times i mean like it's only human for us to look at someone and and be envious of what they have and start to compare your life with theirs um so i say all of that not to put a feather on my cap like oh i know i got life all figured out but Actually I don't uh, and and you and me we're all we're all like just like each other right I'm just like everyone else and I didn't get to this like mental and emotional state of well-being without being constantly plagued with thoughts worry anxiety and um in some ways you know undergo a healing process Um, So I've written down here on my laptop three things that I want to touch on that I've personally been through that maybe you can relate. Um, Or if this podcast ever gets into somebody's hands, then it would help them. So the question I ask myself is, am I less of a person? I think this question is being highlighted in my brain so many times in a day. Um, and especially more, right, when I receive a rejection email, you know, that, like, you open your Gmail, or you get a notification, and says, um, uh, regarding your job application, and then they show a preview of the message, right, and on the preview, they don't say that, oh, sorry, blah, 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 you gotta open an email, and then when you open, you realize, oh, sorry, we found, you know, somebody else, um, it's disheartening, of course, and, like I said, it's especially more when uh I think about am I less of a person uh am I a loser um when I receive these kind of emails So it comes up in a in a couple of scenarios, and i'm gonna read it out to you. It comes up while I'm sitting on my laptop looking at job postings. Uh, job descriptions where they say, okay, minimum requirement is a bachelor degree. You have to have three to five years of work experience. You have to have A, B, C skill sets. Uh, that thought comes up when I looked at my li- LinkedIn timeline and I see people sharing their job acceptance at big companies. I'm sure, like anyone who is on LinkedIn, often you would see that uh people start making this post you know they like or they share this post from somebody in across the world saying that i finally accepted my internship with uh abc company and uh notifications on on linkedin to congratulate them for their new job um that thought of am i less of a person comes up when i hop on facebook and then i see some of my schoolmates getting engaged having a baby and then they get to go places with their significant other um the thought of am i less of a person comes when i'm on instagram when friends celebrate their anniversary with their significant other um the friends they that they hang out get to hang out with um and so many so many ridiculously l- good-looking people. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Am I less of a person? That thought comes up when I go on TikTok and I see people all over the world making creative stuff, having their own business, and also some ridiculously good-looking people. Yeah. You know, I, I was just um in the toilet uh, earlier, right? And then... I asked God in the toilet out loud. I say, how did you do it? Like, how did you make so many good-looking people on uh, Instagram and TikTok? Like, what? Yeah. Okay. And it's not just that. I I don't even want to get out of the house. Because I fear the opinion of other people when they see me out on the weekday. Because eventually, I would be deemed as a good-for-nothing. Um... And I time my responses. Okay, that's how, like, psychotic I am. I time my responses on WhatsApp so people don't think that I'm on my phone 24-7. <laughs> and um, I also think, like, am I less of a person? Because I'm not waking up and going to work like everybody else at 8am. I'm not taking the train. I'm not walking to work. Yeah. So all that to say right that everywhere I turn to, whether it's social media, whether it's um, the outside world, whether it's in my own room, in my uh in my brain and my thoughts, I feel like I'm less and less of a person the more I look at all of these things. Yeah. So out of curiosity, okay, I, I searched on Cora as one does. And if you don't know what Quora is, um, it's actually a social networking platform where you can ask a question anonymously or with a profile and people all over the world can comment and answer your question. So I searched up um, if being unemployed meant that I'm a loser and I found this one... uh, Particular answer thread, where, uh, people so so I scrolled through right and I read all the uh, responses until I came across this one particular um, answer that I resonated with and I I felt like that is you know that is like I guess it hits the the right spot for me when asking the question or when filled with. The thought like am I less of a person, right? So this person said no one is a quote unquote loser. The only losers of this world are the kinds of people who call other people quote unquote losers for not having superficial status titles or for living or for not living up to stupid arbitrary standards. Just because you don't have a job doesn't make you any less of a person. Or any less worthy of love and happiness than anyone else. So, I guess that is perfect. A perfect answer for a question like that. And the next question that you know I ask myself is, um, are my skills enough? Because when you face rejection, right, you start to... I start to wonder that am I like skilled enough do i have the right qualifications to uh and that's why like companies rejected me even though i f- i felt like at that point when i read your jd that i was qualified for the job um so are my skills enough and and my linkedin is practically like public information la so you can just search my name and then you find my career progression you find uh things like uh the institutions that I studied at uh my uh accolades and achievements um my recommendations from other people like you can pretty much see everything right but the harsh reality i feel that um is the world or the the how Companies employ people is the need to have a degree, with a balance of work experience on your resume. So, I also and I also feel like the demand for jobs outweigh the supply of employable people. Um and and so that's why like I chose to pay a big sum of money to get certified online via Coursera, and I would say big sum. Um, because it is coming from a person who is not employed at the moment. So, every dollar counts. You know what I mean, guys? We gotta script and save, okay? We gotta just eat canned food and inst- uh, and Maggie me all day. <laughs> uh, Yeah, but I-, I don't regret not taking my degree back when all my peers uh were actually going on to university and applying for uni. Um, when they graduated poly, and uh, at that point of time, like I, and okay, so the reason why I don't regret is because I knew I wanted to do design, uh, right after my course, or I would say like really during my course, I realized that actually I really want to do design, and that is where my interest uh lied. Um, I I did a diploma in theatre management. So basically what you learn is you learn how to manage a arts facility, you learn to uh, do directing and acting, and you get to be like a back of house when you do theatre work. So like you learn how to be a stage manager, you learn how to be stagehand, hand, uh, light assistant, and, and so on and so forth, right? But I knew that I was not where I wanted my career to go. So I decided to try uh, different jobs. And so that's why on my uh, LinkedIn, you could see that it all led up to um, the two startups that I finally uh, worked for. And that is when I started to build my um, more like marketing skills and more design skills. Yeah. So now, you know, being uh, unemployed, I feel like there is uh and, and when I look at my LinkedIn I realise and the JDs, I realise that mm, it's time to, you know, start upgrading yourself. And I think that as we start to grow older and mature in our thinking, right? Um and also being hardened up by the world because we all like go to go out into the world and start to work we interact with a lot of people we experience what it's like to face company politics and um to adapt ourselves to different work cultures right so we we are sort of being hardened by the world um and i think it's unwise to remain how we once were like if i were to just remain uh uh like just doing only design only what i wanted to do and i didn't want to involve myself with learning how to make better design uh and and, and designs that make money in terms of like marketing um etc right it's unwise to remain how I, how i i once was and i think in this area of attaining more knowledge and skills is part of the being successful and good at your job recipe so i would definitely recommend that in your free time that you take up a part-time course or hobby um so you can add a little spice to your life you know what i mean you know i'm saying what is life without struggles what is life without growth am i right yeah, so it doesn't like necessarily have to be taking up causes to uh, that would be beneficial to your career progression or to uh, help you to be more employable. It could even be something like learning how to make uh, a clay pot and learning how to bake a cake. Yeah, so as long as you're constantly like upgrading and upskilling, I think that that's good. You're not just sitting around bumming around doing nothing, right? And finally is the question we all have to ask ourselves one way or another is what do I want for my life? That is like an equally hard question as what do you want to eat for lunch? <laughs> it's hard to make the decision. I think, I don't know if guys face this very often, but I know, at least for myself as a woman, I face that question a lot. Like, I don't really know what I want sometimes, uh, or what I want to eat. But we all got to come to that conclusion, right? To feed our empty stomachs. Um. So, I guess this is the part where I tell you a little bit about why I left my job. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't on a very good note. And for the most part, it was an internal struggle. Um, I, was, I wasn't I was happy with the way uh, things were managed in the company. And it seemed like uh, whatever the team did was going south. And like we're on a sinking ship. Yeah, so... Um, for the two startups that I worked for um there really is a stark difference between the the way I felt when I left yeah so I I struggled the internal struggle I felt was the fact that there was going to be zero income um and and is that like a responsible thing of me to do so I I actually went to talk to um a couple of friends And I also spoke to my parents about it. So on one... There are two camps here. So one camp say that you shouldn't leave your job without another job. Because that is not wise. And the second camp is you should leave the job because it is for your well-being. So these two camps, in the end, right, I had to decide for my life, right? What do I want for my life? um and eventually i chose to leave um i was really really going to stay because i was pretty convinced that i shouldn't leave without uh, another job but i would have if i had stayed i would have sacrificed my mental state my like my entire well-being yeah so in the end i chose to leave and um it was better la, for my <laughs> The sake, For the sake of my sanity. Um, yeah, but it's still, you know, think about it. It's sad that I had to leave on such a sad note. Um, but well, eventually, I got to where I am right now. So, definitely, right, healing and recovery were the two words that would have described my initial uh, days uh, and, and, and weeks that I left the job. So I played GTA, okay? I played like Grand Theft Auto like almost every single night. I would log on and I would just like go driving uh in the game. <laughs> I would go complete missions, I would go on heists, I would like uh build my club and I also play the Sims. So I'll go around building houses. Um I even replicated the Raffles Hotel on Sims that was that was how much time and effort I spent on the game, okay, and I'll play all the way from like what time around maybe like ten no no, no, I think around like eight o'clock, yeah around eight p m right after dinner, then I will go and play um all the games and I'll play all the way until three a m okay, and then at three a m I, I would, like, close, switch off the computer, everything, and then I'll go to my bed, and I'll continue to surf on TikTok all the way until 4am. That was my life, man. That was the healing and recovery. <laughs> to get, the th- get to do the things that I couldn't have done, um, and get to, like, just bum around, I guess. Yeah. But you know what? After all the fun and games, uh, there needs to come a time when you actually need to have patience and discipline uh, yeah, that needs to come in so that you can be productive um, and build good habits for when uh, you do enter the workforce eventually. Yeah, so I mean, it kind of feels like I'm describing what rehabilitation and re-sociali- re-socialization is, right? <laughs> yeah. Those are really big terms. Uh, but it's because I'm binging on a docu-series right now called The World's Toughest Prisons Um, and if you don't know what it is please go watch it Um, I I don't think that it's public information that people know okay maybe it is like on Wikipedia you probably can search it but to know what it's like uh, to live a day in a life as a prisoner and a guard or what it's like to be in a very very uh, bad prison versus a really like, five-star prison in in Norway is, like... It's pretty intriguing to me, lah. Okay. Okay, so anyway, back to back to what I was going to say. The waiting between getting the job uh, can get really mindless and dreary. Like, you can just, like, lay in your bed all day because there isn't a reason to get up. Right? And you just want to, like, surf the net on your phone and just lie down in bed. Yeah. And especially so when you face a lot of rejection. When companies tell you they found someone better or they found a better fit and you're not qualified enough for the job, um, it's really hard. It gets really hard. It does something to um, your state of mind. Yeah. And I think that that's when you building a routine actually helps with finding more reasons to get up and continue living, um, to move forward in your life, And to also eventually build your life. So a little bit about my routine. Uh, (laughs) I don't wake up at 9am. So (laughs) that's for one. That's the leeway that I give myself. Um, And I usually get up around lunchtime. That's that's the privilege that I have being unemployed. Um, So by then I will have eaten my... uh, lunch and then on my uh Google Calendar I'll set off a notification that tells me it's time to start um like learning uh, on Coursera. So my study time is usually like two to four thirty. Um in between I'll have like a mini tea break. So I'll sit outside um with my parents and start to uh, no, and uh have tea la. So we'll make tea together, then we we'll eat some little snacks and then we go back to what we were doing. So one thing that I found out about um because my mom asked me this question like do you think there's a more effective way to uh be productive with your time? And so because she asked that question then we both went online and we found this thing called the Pomodoro method. This is really interesting to me. Um, so, basically what pomodoro, this word actually means, right, is tomato. And, you know, last time we all have this tomato counter in our kitchen, where you just uh twist the tomato, and then it will start to tick, like tick, 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 tick until it reaches zero, and then it will ring. So, um, what the Pomodoro method is, right, is like you sit down on your uh, laptop and then you uh, use the Pomodoro method, you twist the tomato to maybe 25 minutes, right, and you focus on the task at hand for 25 minutes straight. You you cannot break. So your, your mind and your focus needs to be all on finishing that thing that you need to do. Once the timer goes off zero, then you can actually take a break. You can reward yourself with like that 5-10 minute break. Go to the toilet um, or grab a snack and then you restart the whole process again. So eventually, right, what you have done is you accumulate many, many 25 minutes and eventually you get to finish uh, your task at hand and you have already passed. like The time just passed, 3 hours, 4 hours. Just go by like that. Yeah, so so this is like one method that I tried out and I found it really effective. Although I don't use it nowadays because um, I use a different time management method, uh, which is in my brain. <laughs> there is no, there is no like a uh, Pomodoro method. Or what it's like? Oh, okay, three three o'clock. I want if I wanna do if I wanna eat like my uh, like snack at three. Okay, I'll eat at three. If I wanna like. Watch TikTok at three thirty. Okay, I watch. But eventually, I will need to accomplish something. That is my time management. Yeah, it's the lazy form of time management. Okay, so, um, yeah. But I I do have one thing that I keep, um, quite strict, which is every day at nine pm, uh, it is my quiet time. So. If I'm watching a movie and it doesn't finish at 9, I will need to be disciplined in this area and just stop and then come to my room and uh take out my devotional book that I'm reading right now uh to read and then I'll take out my books to write down my thoughts. Um I'm also reading the Bible, like restarting to read the Bible and uh, also a time to pen down what I want for my life. Yeah. So, um, I have three books right now, okay? So, three books that I write in my notes. One is the book where I write about my life. So, this book is basically like, um, if I want to write down anything, uh, like my thoughts about the movie that I watched, or things that I saw online, or the feelings that I'm feeling right now, all that goes into that book. Um, the second book is the notebook. This is when I write down notes, like sermon notes or key things that, uh, you know, the pastor said something that um, and I want to write down. And then I'll just go back and study it uh, once in a while. And the third book is now a not-so-secret book, which is a book for my future partner. Yeah, I write down I have this special book, right? That I write down to uh things that I w- I only want to say to my future partner. Uh and I will not disclose this information. <laughs> like what's the details of this book, but I actually got this like um book idea which I find like it's actually very interesting. Um and I I look forward to uh when eventually that happens. But I actually got this idea from reading one of these like uh like love books i'm looking at my bookshelf now so it's, i have these two books but i don't know which one it came from uh one is when god writes your love story by eric and leslie ludy and another one is captivating by john and stacy l eldridge but i think it's the one from eric and leslie Ludi. yeah um so so basically they I think the lady actually wrote a love like a lot of love letters to uh her future partner or her partner which uh eventually you know she gave them to uh her partner to read la. Yeah so okay anyway I, I don't really know how to explain this properly but I just yeah I just have a, a not so secret now uh romantic book to my future partner Alrighty, moving on. Um, so, okay, I guess in the secular world, right, people would say that, hey man, you gotta find a reason to live. But for me, I want to adopt uh, visions for my life. And not just because... Um, uh, Okay, well, it is because... Um, <laughs> it is because of like, what the vision of the year is this year for my church in particular. um, And... I think that it's it's also somewhat like visualizing your future and having this hope to live and, and move on with your life. So that's why I want to adopt visions for my life because there are so many areas of my life like career, relationships and personal growth that I want to have memories that I can look back on. Yeah. So, I guess to, you know, answer the question, which is, what do I want for my life? Um, Well, a lot of things. And it's good to write it down. Yeah. So, thank you to everyone who listened this far. Uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T to you. Uh, so yeah, I really, you know, thank you guys for listening to this solo episode. Um, I think I'm just going to call it voice notes because it's like only 36 minutes long. It's like a short episode where you travel from Woodlands to Amokyo. It's that short. Um, so if you do listen to this and you have opinions about what I said, feel free to DM me. Um, I don't know how people are gonna read i I mean like okay, I don't know how many people will listen to this because I'm such a small Instagram account and I'm basically private uh but if you do listen, I wanna know like if you can relate to my story or if you have opinions about it or you have some advice for me like I would love to love, love, love to hear it, yeah, and I'm also doing this thing where it's like a mini passion project uh as well. It's letter writing. So if you'd like me to write you a letter, which I've done for a couple of people actually, uh, you can let me know your address and I will write you a letter. That's it. Yeah. So thank you all for listening on this Saturday morning. No, afternoon already. Um, And have a good one. Bye. Peace.